0: The following episode has slight description of graphic hate crime scenarios in today's society. Unlike our other previous episodes, this conversation deals with real life issues going on in our country right now. Please be aware of these warnings before you decide to continue listening to this episode. For more resources and information on Asian hate crime in America, please visit the resources in our bio of our Instagram at its kind of a funny story podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of This Kind of Funny Story. We're your hosts, Kaylee. And Seth. Seth, how was your spring break?
1: Mine was pretty fun. How was yours, Kaylee?
0: It was okay. I didn't do anything, but sat and waited for college decisions.
1: That sounds so entertaining.
0: Yeah. Very stressful, to be honest. But I still have, like, three more, so. And I'm not going to spoil what those are.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah episode on that
0: yeah we're gonna do a college update episode but today we're gonna talk about something that honestly needs to be talked about especially among teenagers because we are the future generation we're the future as of now and i don't even know where to start honestly do you want to start
1: well, we just want to bring some attention to the increased amount of hate crimes against Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders in our country right now. Um, I feel like we see it on the news. We see people post about it. But it's very important to just educate yourself on the topic because it's not like what we saw with BLM um, from was it last spring, last summer to now. It's not a trend and it's like, A serious issue that we face in this country
0: okay so before we get into it completely in relations to talking about blm and um no asian hate like you need to something i saw on tiktok is that people need to realize is there was somebody we're not going to get political but there was someone that said like a lot of liberals say like asian lives matter black lives matter but like Doesn't that mean all lives matter?
1: Mm, Okay. No.
0: Like, okay, this, the whole point of all lives matter was a movement against BLM. Like, it's, yes, everyone matters, but the people that are being oppressed right now are black lives or right now Asian lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, saying all lives matter is just a counter argument for, well, then, if black lives matter, then all lives matter. So, like, what's the big deal?
1: I feel like it's more... You, or I don't know how to explain it. It's more, you shouldn't think you matter right now because all of us matter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But in like this episode today, we're going to talk about the Asian hate crimes that have just been increasing for, I mean, Asian hate crimes have always been going on, but it's always, you know, it's been behind the scenes. But recently there's just been so many instances where it's just elevated completely
1: like with the virus it's just more you're spreading this like it's it's more of a blame thing
0: and it's kind of come at like a weird time we've been in covid for a year now and suddenly there's so many people that are like if they see like someone that's asian in public they feel the need to like attack them and be like don't give me the virus
1: Yeah, especially the elderly, like we see in San Francisco and New York, like it just continues to go up with elderly Asians because they're just so vulnerable, right?
0: Yeah, there's really nothing they can do.
1: And I guess some people have so much hate in them that when they see a vulnerable person that they have hate for, they feel the need to hurt somebody like that.
0: I just, I don't understand. Like an elderly person, when they walk out, of their house to go get groceries or something the last thing on their mind is oh i'm gonna get assaulted for for my ethnicity
1: no i was just talking about this with my grandmother um i visited her during spring break and this was all over in the news and you know she that's the only teaching she can do now she can't work anymore um she goes out for her daily walk she goes to the grocery store and like of course with her watching this on the news like, who wouldn't be scared?
0: Yeah. It makes her, it's an added fear that she doesn't need to worry about, and no one needs to, like, no Asian needs to worry about this. Like, we, I mean, like, our family, obviously, are immigrants. Like, our parents, you know, our grandparents, they they were not born here. And th- at that time, when they came here, like, They thought America was this amazing thing. It was like the new way, the perfect way of life. So they came to America for a better life.
1: But I do see where what you're trying to talk about. Like my parents definitely came here. And they moved here because they know they wanted a family. Their parents moved them here so their children could start families. And they just wanted a better education, a better future for their children. And unfortunately, like how many years later from when our families first immigrated here... Like, this is still happening.
0: I just, I don't get why people have to look at other people and be like, oh, they're not white. I'm going to discriminate against them. What is that? What's with that? I honestly don't don't
1: know. And like, just to think, to put myself in the mindset of people that have hate towards somebody based off of their race, it's just honestly emotionally draining just to think about that. So when I see people post, I post sometimes about it on my story just to spread the word. It does get like emotionally draining because like those are my people. Like I'm sorry to say I really, really hope this does not offend anybody. But last summer with everything happening with BLM, like I could not go uh, to somebody that was suffering and be like, I understand your pain. Because, like, I didn't. I was not in their place. Do you get it? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Like, it would just be toxic positivity for me to be like, I understand. Like, I know how you feel. Because I didn't. Yeah,
0: yeah. And now
1: that I'm actually feeling it, it's, like, so draining that I can't be posting about it every day. Because just having those thoughts in my head, like, I could be at home sleeping and I get a call and my mother has been hate-crimed when she went to work.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, that's just insane to think about.
0: Yeah, this is something that like we wanted to talk about because obviously it hits close to us and our families in general. But also, there's a lot of people, and no like hate to them. It's okay to not be educated on everything. It's just you need to go and find those resources, which you can find in our link tree in our bio. We're going to have some resources for um, um Asian hate crime and... Awareness, but some people just don't really understand what's going on. I remember in the summer, like in May, when um, the George Floyd incident happened, and there were a bunch of you know um, BLM um, rallies and stuff like that. I I had a friend who just she wasn't against it, but she was like, I just don't understand what's going on, and I'm like. I get that, because it can be confusing. You can also read, like, several different things that are, you know, arguing against each other. And you're like, what do I believe? What's going on? But what's important to know is that white privilege is a thing. I, I'm not going to go too much into that, but white privilege is a thing. And living in America, like, you need to realize that there's more races than, you know.
1: It's a mixing pot.
0: Yeah, there's, like... There are so many different, like, ethnicities, cultures in America, and for someone to live here and feel like they're safe, like, everyone needs to
1: work together, and just, like, I feel like everybody just needs to educate themselves. Yeah. When the George Floyd incident happened last summer, um, oh. I was quick on my feet, and I tried my best to educate myself before I spoke on the topic, because mm-hmm. I didn't want to offend anybody. Mm -hmm. Like, I could be posting stuff that I didn't know was true for sure. So, like, the best thing you can do when things like this happen is just, like, educate yourself on the topic.
0: Yeah, and, like, specifically when you're... Okay. I know this is... Okay, well, honestly, any race or any POC should be afraid... Or is going to be afraid of the police. Because there's been instances where there's someone who's a teenager, very recently, he was Asian, I don't know how old he was, he was a teenager, he was close to our age, and he was suffering with a mental illness, and the cops handled it terribly, and they just shot him. Like, that, that in itself, I just don't understand. If someone's like, if someone's acting out of place, and they're not trying to hurt anybody... Like, unarmed, that's what I'm saying, unarmed, they do not deserve to just
1: definitely
0: be shot.
1: Like, there are definitely other options.
0: There's so many other options, and it's, like, the equivalent to, like, school shootings and stuff like that. There's, like, school shooters are armed, obviously. Yeah. But why do some of them just kind of not have the same kind of sentencing that others do? And I'm not saying that, like, like every when? school shooter isn't, you know, um, mm-hmm. put under punishment. I'm not saying that. But there is a fine line between, like, police ruling in general. Like, laws.
1: Like, you know? with what happened in, was that Alabama? When? The shooting? No, Georgia.
0: Oh, so the recent one? Yeah. Yeah, Georgia.
1: Wait.
0: And Colorado. Which one?
1: The one that was with, like, the Asian-owned spas and salons. Yeah, that's Georgia. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that was just so upsetting because the day after it happened, instead of, like, learning about the victims and, like, making them seem human on the news, I see people that are making excuses saying, oh, he's having a bad day. Or he was having a bad day and he had a fetish or whatever. Like, At the end of the day, he killed these people. Like these Mm -hmm. people were innocent and they were just trying to make a living. Like, why are we not just learning about their lives and like what they did for the people around them? And all of a sudden, like all we're hearing is facts about like the shooter and how he was like just not in his best mentality. Like, no, he killed people.
0: Yeah, and he targeted
1: it at a group of people. Like, one one race.
0: Yeah, it's very obvious that it was a hate crime. Like, come on. It's, it's obvious. But the fact that the media is not displaying it as a hate crime, I mean, some outlets are, but, like, the main ones are not saying that it's a hate crime. They're like, this man was having a bad day. Okay, first of all, the teenager that was shot was having a bad day. He was having, he was suffering mental illness. He was having that's, a bad day.
1: That's what I call a bad day
0: not like some guy who's like okay, I'm I'm not going to I don't want to be political, but it's obvious that that it was a hate crime. And there's eight people that died. I think six, if not all eight, I know six for sure were Asian. And With everything going Asian on right
1: businesses, now. right?
0: Yeah. Like come on, I just don't understand. I don't get it
1: okay, if you tell me you don't believe in hate crimes, like, nobody can just kill people based off hate, which people actually believe and is crazy to me. Like, even if it wasn't supposed to be a hate crime, you can't tell me it was not targeted against this one group of people.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I, I want people to be educated, especially our generation, because we are the future as of now. And I... I mean, it's it's always going to happen. Like, racism is always going to be there. But if there's any way that we can just try to get people to change their mind and understand to eliminate as much as we can of racism, I want that to happen. Like, I want... If you're listening to this right now, you clicked on this reading the title, you know what this episode's about. You obviously care about the lives of Asian American and Pacific Islanders. So if you could, share the link... The resource links that we have in our bio, because I think everyone needs to know. I really do. I feel it's like. just
1: very important to educate yourself.
0: I also want to talk about um, just like our own personal experiences with racism, and kind of in teenagers as well, because a lot of teenagers are honestly very blatantly racist, and Seth and I have experienced it. Like, when we are just trying to, like, have fun. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Do you want to talk about Omegle? Or should I?
1: Oh, okay. So, well, that's just, like, if you don't know what Omegle is, you go in there talk to random people. Sometimes you run into, like, some sketchy stuff. But it's basically this website where... How do you explain it?
0: It's It's just for fun um it's like a tiktok trend it's been around for a while or you just like go on there and seth and i go on there and ask people to guess our zodiac signs like we just we're doing it for fun it's just a fun thing like people do it for fun everyone on there does it for fun
1: it's just a source of entertainment and for you to interact with people that you would probably never meet in real life but but uh, sometimes we go across in there and people think it's okay to just be like chink or do that thing with your eyes Mm-hmm. you know Are they I'm they, like,
0: back? yeah, yeah. and just, when like, I say like why? people do that they do it every single time and there's multiple occasions
1: but I feel like people just think if I'm not going to face consequences like then it's all right to do it it's funny no
0: no there's people that and it's not just racism towards Asians like so many people on there say the n-word and it's come on and they're all teenagers too and if they're not teenagers they're in their 20s and they should not be doing that are you it's kidding just
1: sad because these are the people that we are going to grow up with
0: it's pathetic it's it's embarrassing
1: and then these are like the same people that go on tiktok or social media and be like i'm so afraid to grow up and live a boring ass life driving a minivan and like working in a cubicle like my parents like That life for me, that normal, boring ass life that they talk about, that would be so interesting to me because just me growing up was not normal because of my race. Like, if I could grow up in a country where I could be treated the same as everybody else and just like raise a family and have a happy life, like just like a normal person, that would be fantastic. Like, I'm thinking of all the other people, like all the other people of color that wish for that life because they grew up feeling different from everybody else
0: yeah and like this is obviously the source of this conversation right now is teenagers and it's the same thing about like privilege in general and when we when we went when we go on there we honestly don't go on there anymore just because it's so uncomfortable but when we go on there like i'm just so surprised that people will be on TikTok and see that like people record these like omigle or Omega whatever sessions and they'll say a slur or they'll say something like hateful towards someone and expect there to be no consequences. Imagine how many times they do that around their friends when there's no way to Right, record.
1: Like if they're willing to do it to a stranger, like I want to know what happens behind closed doors.
0: And there's people on TikTok who will, like, videotape their thing on their phone, and then they'll post it. And then people on the internet are crazy, and they can find people's, like, Instagrams, their Snapchats, their school, their, like, principal info. address? Yeah, and, like, get those people expelled and stuff. I mean, like, I'm very uncomfortable with the fact that there are people out there in this world like that. And I honestly think there's just no way to change. The ones that, like, say slurs and are just blatantly racist for, like, I mean, people that are racist in general are miserable, but the ones that just don't get it and are too stubborn to listen, like, what length do you have to go to for them to understand that it's wrong? Like, what's not clicking?
1: That's what I'm trying to say. Like, they don't understand. They think that everybody is living the same life as them to where it's just entertainment.
0: Yeah, they're always like, "It's just a joke." It's not a joke. Saying a slur to someone is not a joke because they're like, like they, they," and they're in America, and they, if they go back to like, people are always like go back to your country. Like, okay, hold on. First of all, we came here for a better life. You're not giving it to us. But if we go back to where we're okay, from, wait, what I
1: don't wait. I'm gonna cut you off. I'm sorry. You're good. You're good. I don't like it when. People even try to defend the go back to your country by like, well, if I went back to my country, I was born in, uh, in America.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's not my country. Um, that's my ethnicity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You can look at my skin color and say I'm a little tan because my family is from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. But I'm American. I'm from here. I was born here on American soil.
0: Yeah. So when so you this is me my country. go back
1: to my country, where are you telling me to go? What yeah. do you want me to do?
0: They just think that if you're not white, you're automatically not from here because America is, like, Americans, whatever that means. What
1: does that argument do for people?
0: I don't know. And it's, like, people, as we were saying earlier, and I was like, is that any better? Like, people come here because the Philippines, for example, doesn't have a lot of opportunities. It does have opportunities for people to live, but, for example, like, they don't even they won't even have most of their people vaccinated until, like, the middle of the year when we have, like, what, 100 million people vaxxed? Isn't that what it was? Like, there are so many more opportunities in America that people from other countries travel to America, live here to get those opportunities, but unfortunately, the countries that they live in, the laws are different, or it's just third-world country, and they just don't have those resources. So... People who are like, go back to your country. Like, Seth and I were born here. We are born in America. Our parents weren't. But, like, what? I Okay. No, I'm even, not with that,
1: even with my parents, like, they moved here when they were children. And their parents, it probably took two generations of their family to gain citizenship in America. You don't know what my family gave up to be here. Even if I didn't give anything up and I'm an American citizen. I was born here. You don't know how many generations of my family have worked hard just to be here. And like have opportunity or how do I word this? Just to like give me the opportunity to live a normal life and then I'm still growing up with people who think that this country is for one type of person. It's not.
0: It's not. And I know exactly what you're saying. And I don't know how to word what I want to say, but like oh, like you said earlier, it's like a big mix of people. What did you say, mixing pot? Yeah. Yeah, like there's I know the dominant language in America is English, but Spanish is not far behind. I mean, it, I mean it's like it's very widely spoken here as well.
1: I think it's like actually our secondary language, right?
0: It, yeah, it might, I might, I don't have facts on it, but they're, like, Spanish is spoken in so many places. That's why they teach you, that's why it's one of the options in school to take Spanish. Like, obviously we have, like, you can take French and Mandarin, but predominantly people take Spanish. And then, like, in elementary school, I was put into a Spanish class. Like, we didn't have another language class. If that makes or, sense?
1: Even if it wasn't Spanish, like, What did they tell our grandmother in the airport, Kaylee? Oh, my
0: God. Oh, my God. So in 2019, I went to Singapore, but I had to stop at a layover in LAX. And I stayed overnight at my other uh, aunt's house. And we were at the LAX airport, which if you've ever been there, it's miserable, that airport. It's huge. It's packed. It's international. Um. So, obviously, like, it's not going to be a bunch of Americans, okay? And we were at the baggage claim, and the bags were taking a while to transport to the uh, carousel. So, my Lola was there with my aunt, and they hadn't seen each other in, like, years. So, they're, like, so excited. They're talking not even loud. They're talking like you and I are right now, regular voices. And this woman next to us, this woman next to us was like, can you please stop speaking your language? I'm trying to, like, wait for my bag." What does that have to do with them talking? You using your eyes, what does that have to do with them they talking? They don't
1: understand it. Like, why do you feel the need to do that to other people? Like, they're just here trying to live their normal life. If that's the language they feel comfortable speaking, why does it bug you?
0: Especially because it's not like she was trying to hear something. So what does sound have to do with your eyes looking at a carousel? Like, stop speaking your language? People just have hate in them, and it
1: sucks.
0: I was like, come on now. It took everything in me to not be like, are you serious? Like, my grandma's 4'11", maybe 4'10". She's tiny. And this relates back to what's going on right now. She's never alone anymore. When she goes walking, she's not alone because of this. Like, she used to go on walks by herself all the time. But now I'm, like, it sickens me to think about her walking by herself and something happens. Like, that's terrifying to me because she's tiny.
1: And I feel like what makes it more terrifying is that it could become, like, our reality in two seconds. Like, the restaurant in – where's that Houston or San Antonio? And this man owns a restaurant. He was enforcing the mask rule. For his customers. Which I have no problem with obviously. Which he
0: has the right to do. Because it's yeah, his business. private
1: business. And I guess he upset some customers. And of course it's an Asian owned business. Um, These people felt the need. To group together. And vandalize his restaurant. With not only just. Like mean things to say. But slurs. Like actual racial slurs. Like chink or go back to your country. And. I don't understand where people are coming from when they feel the need to do that.
0: Why does in Texas in general, why is wearing a mask such a big deal to you people? If you're if your point is you're Asian, I don't want you to give me the virus, then put your mask on. Come on. Like the fact that they were targeting that man in his business with racial slurs and everything, all because he said to put a mask on? Something that is so easy to do, and then your response is to just hate on this person and ruin them like stuff like that ruins you as a person. it does it's like just mentally
1: what I was saying earlier, it's very easy to get mentally drained when it's yourself being affected,
0: yeah, yeah, and also, as Seth was saying earlier, like last summer when we we couldn't like. We couldn't tell our friend if they were, like, during BLM, we couldn't tell our friend, like, I understand what you're going through because we didn't. And right now, there might be some of you listening who are like, well, I can't say that I understand what you're going through. You don't need to. You just need to read and be educated on what's happening. Understand that way. Mm -hmm. Not understand, like, oh, I faced this before. Like, if you have and you've been targeted, that's miserable. And I'm sorry that that's happened to you and you didn't deserve that.
1: But, like, I just want to apologize right now because when BLM was at its peak last summer and till now I'm such a strong advocate. But it's so much easier to talk on behalf of BLM because I don't feel whatever they're going through with the police brutality and like these years and years that they've experienced of just pure hatred from other Americans. And it's much more draining to talk about Asian lives for me because or protect Asian lives because it's my family and me that are actually experiencing the hate this time,
0: yeah, it's exhausting to to have to try to convince somebody that we matter. You shouldn't have to convince someone that another person matters. I don't especially if they've done nothing wrong, literally nothing wrong. every time I see in the media that um an elderly Asian man or woman is assaulted and killed randomly like attacked. That is so hard for me to read and look at. Like I, to be honest, I kind of don't like when people post on their story, videos and pictures of the incident without putting like something, you know, before it that yeah. says like the following is graphic because that's very draining. triggering. Yeah. Yeah it's really triggering to see, like, anything like that, especially somebody who is so vulnerable and really can't do anything about it. Like, regardless if it's elderly or teenager or adult, like, it's something that I, like, I I get what they're doing. They're posting it so that way you can be aware, like, this is real Mm -hmm. life. And I get that, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't be posting
1: to help awareness. It's good to spread the word. Yeah, it's great to spread the word.
0: But just, like, sometimes maybe put a trigger warning or, like, something over the post mm-hmm. just so we don't see it. This was the same thing for um, during the marches and stuff in, for BLM in May and June. People were posting, like, um, many of the protesters being, like, pepper sprayed and stuff. Yeah. And, like, like tear gas. for guests,
1: peacefully protesting.
0: Yeah. Like, that. that's hard to watch, too. Obviously, I'm not going to be like, I get that. Because I don't because, you know, that's not... I'm I'm not a part of that community. But it it is hard to watch something like that. Definitely. Yeah. But
1: I'm really sorry if that makes me sound ignorant.
0: No, um, I don't think it makes you sound ignorant. You're establishing, like, it's that just, you understand.
1: Yeah, I... But I can never put myself in their shoes.
0: Yeah, like, you're not saying... Like I it's still a
1: completely feeling. different experience, even though we're treated differently, like I can never put myself in another person's
0: shoes. Yeah, like we can say right now, Seth and I we will never understand how someone's feeling, but we can we can be there for you and like, I
1: will I, I will definitely advocate for for you. I will educate myself on what people are going through, but I can never just say Or, like, look into your eyes and be like, I completely understand where you're coming from. Or I know exactly how you feel because I don't.
0: Yeah, like, we've said this many times. Our DMs are open. And even if we cannot personally relate to what you're going through, we are here for you to just let out anything you need to. Because sometimes, like, people you're closest to don't understand. And they don't know how to respond. but And we might not know how to respond, but we're here for you to tell us, like, this is going on in my school or this is going on online and I just can't deal with it. Just a vent to us, like we're always there for that. We're, like, our DMs are always open.
1: This is so draining for everybody involved that even if you just want to type it out and have somebody read your experience and you don't even want a response, like just DM us, whether it's Kaylee or me personally or um, the actual podcast account, like we would be happy to do that for anybody because while we don't understand we would just love to try our best to help others out right now.
0: Um, also, before we close out the episode, I want to say um, the, resources, the resources we're going to post are going to be um, multiple things. I also want to urge you guys to sign petitions. Even if you can't donate, there are petitions like change.org where you can sign. Um, it's really important. You're not going to get spam emails if you're, like, literally concerned about that during this right now, which you shouldn't be. But it's important that you sign these because these people that are being attacked or um, being assaulted or their lives are being negatively affected by this. Like, it's really important that you give them a voice and you sign petitions.
1: And, of course, if you don't feel comfortable signing or donating, uh, there will be articles there for you to read if you just want to learn more about the topic.
0: Definitely, and we're not going to, like, say anything about, you know, politics in this, but the articles that we will be posting are going to be, like, fact-checked and everything, so, like, no need to say, well, this isn't true, because, come on now, (laughs) this isn't about, like, right now, this is about spreading awareness, like, stop Asian hate, Mm -hmm. that's what this is about. So sorry if this episode's a little down for those of you who are expecting something. We've been gone for two weeks, but also we've been thinking about this a lot. And as you can tell by what we've said in this episode, it's very personally impacting us as people as well. And we just encourage you guys to spread that awareness and educate yourself on the topic. Anything else you want to say?
1: Mm, No, I think that's it for this week. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for listening. See you next week.